0: you're locked into this is how the podcast where we go behind the scenes to uncover job roles shaping the most influential brands and companies in culture for free content resources and advice to kickstart your dream career as well as insider tips direct from our podcast guests and industry experts head to our platform at thisishow.uk
1: My name is Walia, I'm a freelance journalist and editor and founder of the women's basketball collective called The Hackney Gazelles and I occasionally DJ too.
0: My name is Alex and I'm a creative director and copywriter working in sportswear and fashion having founded the publications The Daily Street and Crep City magazine.
1: This episode has been recorded over video call during the lockdown so please excuse any bumps or background noise because you know it bees that way sometimes.
0: On today's episode, we'll be meeting Leon Jones, who works as IT delivery lead at Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual and Transgender Rights Charity, Stonewall.
1: Applause in the studio. Big applause. Hi Leon.
2: How you doing? How you doing guys? Good, Thanks for good. joining
1: How are you? us.
2: How are you? I'm good. Busy as always, but um, I'm good.
1: So Leon, IT delivery lead at Stonewall. What is an IT delivery lead?
2: Um, my IT delivery lead is basically somebody who's gonna come into a company and improve their systems or recommend different services they might have not considered before to improve productivity within a company.
0: If you're coming into a company, what kind of problems are you tasked to fix then?
2: Um, earlier in my career, I was given the task to work for a housing association. And while I was there, the, um, I would say their average tickets that were coming in for um, our team which was across three different sites in London was about 400 I would say any member of staff who had a problem whether it would be as simple as changing a print cartridge to I don't know creating new starter accounts for new staff starting or deleting accounts or investigating performances on software that's not going to plan you know that counts as
1: a ticket okay.
2: yeah it could be anything um, I had a Team leader at that time, um, I personally thought it was a bit high, but the team leader thought it was reasonable, and I think the reason is because they're used to it being that high, yeah. Um, so it's a norm. But um, I was able to put my stamp on it really, and and show some of the engineers how to tackle certain certain uh, tickets. And by the end of that, by the end of that process, in terms of um, Average ticket across three sites was about 30, 40. And um, that was a norm. So, from, so 400, from 400. Yeah. Very you know impressive.
1: That leads me on to um, a really amazing point because not only are you helping um, support an entire company structures, um, internet, um, computer and server support, which is vital for any (laughs) job is literally helping people out. (laughs) Um, the charity that you work for, um, is one of the most important charities, um, that we have around right now. And I think it's important to highlight that. Um, Mm. like, Mm. so if you guys aren't familiar with Stonewall and what they do, um, it started 50 years ago, um, when an uprising took place at the Stonewall Inn in New York city. Uh, as it was raided by the police in the early hours. Three nights of unrest followed, with LGBT people um, frustrated by the police brutality that they were receiving. Three key activists, Marsha P. Johnson, Sylvia Riviera, and um, Stormae De La Verri, Um, are responsible for a huge impactful shift in the civil rights movement. So what you're doing is allowing people to access (laughs) donations for civil rights movements. It's no small thing. And Mm. that means that there's an influx of things happening all the time and you're on top of it and your job should be celebrated because it facilitates other people to be able to do their job and help people, which is so important.
2: I appreciate that. (laughs) You put in a different light to me, but that's definitely appreciative.
1: It's a big deal. And I think that when people want to do something that necessarily like maybe if you've been thinking, how do I help out in a charity? All I like to do is particularly this. I like tinkering around with computers. I really like um, different software. This is a really valuable um, place that you can be effectual and that you can help by doing something that allows people to do their jobs (laughs) so (laughs) this idea about what you're doing in terms of like treating everyone on an equal basis and then being able to communicate and then help them would you say that's one of those kind of like defining skills that you need to have in order to do your job
2: me personally it's, it's like it's how I like to work I think my approach is always to use what I have at my disposal so I might come into a company, for example, and they might say they need, I don't know, a new HR system implemented by a third party. And um, their original concerns might be, we don't have the resources to do that. I will come in and I wouldn't necessarily start ripping out what I have at my disposal in terms of IT stuff. I would have my one-to-one with them, see where they want to go with their career, see what skills they have and see where they'll fit in with that with that plan itself. I've been in too many companies where they've liked to outsource a lot of IT. And they think that is the best option for any IT comp for any company regarding their IT structure. And for me, it doesn't always work because it it's like um, in some cases ripping the heart out of the company.
1: What do you mean ripping the heart out of the company?
2: So I've been in situations where I've gone to a company to deliver certain projects and for whatever reason, they've been stagnant in that company for the past six to 12 months. Um, I think half of the problem is because they haven't really given the staff, they have the opportunity to excel or learn new skills. So I think um, that is a big problem in IT and I think that's where, I'm probably a little bit different. I encourage learning. I love sharing my skills with anyone I come across. I like to challenge my staff.
1: What's interesting about your role is that when people hear, hear IT manager or lead or head of department, um, you often feel a little bit disconnected from it because you're like, oh, you're just the, you're over at the computers, but what you're doing is quite a tactical approach. So if people are listening out there and they love talking to people, this could be a perfect avenue for you to actually parlay your skills with computers into talking to people and utilize both those things.
2: If you have those skills to communicate well, I definitely think you should consider these kind of roles. But I think I have um, a slight advantage, especially in the IT industry, because I have the skills as well. And I've worked my way up from, as a simple engineer, just changing hard drives and desktops, which doesn't really happen in days, to um, being one of the senior engineers in numerous amount of companies. So I've seen what, what happens. I know, I know what's worked for me in the past in terms of management and what motivated me. So that's what I try to, you know, pass on.
1: It's really, really cool. I think, there's a, I think there's a lot to be said as well about the digital skills and the software that you employ in order to help you do what you're doing. Mm. Um, you've touched on them a little bit, but like, really talk to us about some of those softwares that you use.
2: So in this particular role and the role previously, I've used a lot of um, Microsoft products. So Microsoft Office 365 is a big one for me. It allows our staff to work remotely, which I think is important. And it also gives us a lot of tools to help people work up in teams, and helps project planning. There's a lot of um, free applications that's included in your subscription, which can benefit a lot of companies. Unfortunately, um, most companies who do buy Office 365 mainly use it just for their emails, but there's so many tools out there they can benefit from. Veeam is very good for your backup system if you're looking to. You, well a company needs a backup system because if you don't you can imagine what happens when somebody comes up team and say i've just deleted that you need to be able to recover <laughs> it and if you don't have any kind of backup system you're going to be in big trouble
1: it's chaos um
2: yeah
1: game and over just... for you <laughs> fired <laughs> be just that. where's um... the
2: backup leon
1: <laughs> exactly
2: why not it backed up this week um you'd be surprised because a lot of companies don't consider it or don't value it as much as they should because, for instance, um, you need a good backup system and off-site backup system, which is generally known as a disaster recovery. Um, you can use Veeam for that. Microsoft Azure is good for cloud building your infrastructure. So if you're going to build your infrastructure in the cloud, um, Azure or AWS, which is um, Amazon, They do good platforms as well.
1: In terms of learning, is it like more mathematical or is it like super technical? Do you have to have like physical skills or is it more like mental agility kind
2: of? Um, It depends, I would say. Um, Mathematical skills. If you if you're good at maths, I'd suggest you look into Cisco networking. Okay. Cisco networking, you you probably enjoy quite a lot. that's not that's not to deter anyone who doesn't want who wants to do networking is not good at um, uh, maths, but I think somebody who's good at maths will excel a bit quicker than the usual person.
0: All right. So, is there actually like kind of different areas within this um, industry for people with different skill sets? Then it's quite a I mean, it sounds like a mad varied role.
2: It is. It is so. The range of skills you need for different Skills within IT is ridiculous. I mean, I personally believe anyone can be an IT engineer. It depends on what you're doing as an IT engineer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, All right. So, something you mentioned earlier, Leon, there's like uh, Office 365 enables you and your workforce to work remotely, which you said is important. Talk us through why you think that is important, and I guess like moving forward, that's just going to become more important, right?
2: Well. As I said earlier, I like to treat my staff with um, the utmost respect and like adults. I personally don't believe that the engineers need to be on site unless they're more junior or first line as such where they might be at. Staff might need you to be there physically, for example, to change a print cartridge or uh, fix a broken monitor or replace Mm -hmm. a broken keyboard. Other than that, everything should be able to do remotely, 100%. And just from this recent pandemic with COVID-19, I think it was generally thought that we could never work from home. And it's pretty obvious that probably 95% of the staff can. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) because people people like you are making it work. (laughs) it. (laughs) You know what I mean? As long as I give my staff tasks to do while they're working, as long as they complete it, I'm happy. You won't hear from me. Um, I like that attitude a lot.
0: <laughs> Give us an idea of that um, that path when you started as an engineer and worked your way up. How long are we talking here?
2: Um, well, I probably didn't take the perfect path, but the path was right for me. So, I um, mean,
1: it's perfect.
0: What's your personal journey then? Let's rephrase
1: that. <laughs> a
2: quick, brief, early. Start to Leon's career. So, yes, secondary please. school, right? Yeah. Um, in South London.
1: Yeah, Leon's like, what do I want to do?
2: It was called Kingsdale School, right? I'm gonna we'll put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> Plug. Um, I, me and my friends, we were never troublemakers, but we enjoyed a laugh. So we always used to get in trouble, but we studied hard. That's the thing. And I think teachers never thought. Probably I wasn't as serious as I thought I was, and. For that reason, when I choose to do IT as a GCSE, I don't get in. <laughs> so I ran <laughs> home to my mum, right? <laughs> and I told her I didn't get in. And she was into IT and so was my uncle. She wrote a letter to my head of year and luckily I got put in. So, Sick. Yes, yeah, so I got I done well in that, in that class. Um, I carried it on in, in college, done my A-levels. And then I decided to go to uni, um, which I decided to fund myself. I was working part-time and I thought I could do it. Um, Unfortunately the facilities I had in my uni I didn't think was good enough for me. So I dropped out after a year and then a crash course for a private come through a private company to train as a IT engineer. So
1: sure. um,
2: thankfully, uh once my course was finished, I was hired by a company to start working as a junior engineer.
0: And is that the same company that you did the crash course with?
2: No, it wasn't. Um
0: this is it, so interesting to me. So what taught me through these crash courses. How like, did you find that? Yeah, This is like a really unique kind of alternative education systems, not in many
2: industries. Yeah, so there's loads of different places you can go um, to do courses. You can Google uh, Microsoft exams, Cisco exams, and a number of different small schools or private institutions are out there that can help you. Um When I did it, they used to guarantee you work after the exams. Unfortunately, I wasn't the best at exams, so I used to get nervous. But
1: Babe, I suck. Mm-hmm. Join the club. club. Exams. Join the club. <laughs> mm, no, they're not for me. So
2: one thing I was good at is learning. No, the only thing I wasn't good at was um exams. And I think shout I out
1: to everyone who is not good at exams <laughs> because that is not the yeah. only way to test aptitude.
2: Yeah, there's loads of stuff out there. If if you don't feel that like university <laughs> for right. you then there's definitely companies out there who will support you. One, do you
1: remember what the course was called?
2: It's the MCSE, Microsoft System Engineering.
1: Cool. Perfect. that. So, right, so that's, I'm right that's a
0: qualification?
2: Yeah, it's a qualification, but if you do different exams to get to that qualification. Okay.
0: So in your industry, is it quite common not to kind of go the uni route? Is it? formal education not actually that important you can do these courses and qualifications well, sounds like there's a lot of different routes in
2: there's loads of different paths in yeah i think you have to pick what path's good for you um, And yeah. i do have a lot of friends who have gone for university and um are doing well in the it industry but on the other hand i've had a lot of friends who are self-taught a bit like myself and have done just as good um
0: so that's really reassuring yeah. for those that are listening that, you know, uni's not for them and kind of formal learning is just not really their thing. It's nice to know that it's not the be all and end all right. That's correct.
1: So you did like an, a, a course at a company and then from then on, you started working up through the ranks as a junior engineer and then...
2: Yeah, so the good thing about my first IT role is that, and I still speak to my manager now who hired me, He threw me in the deep end. So I might have started off the first couple of weeks changing parts on the desktop, but then he would show me how to do stuff for creating accounts, um, answering the phones to his his customer base or his his IT. I was effectively his IT support with little experience, but I learned quick. He's and, making uh, you
1: learn by putting you in under those difficult pressure. positions. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, That's how
1: you make diamonds, Leon. That's how you make yeah. diamonds.
2: There's no one out there in the IT industry who cannot, who can argue with this. You learn the most when you're under pressure. Because you, you've got to it, think
1: quickly then.
2: Yeah, and you have to learn, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You have to learn yeah. fast. Um, uh, yes, you have to learn fast. And... Um, Thankfully I was good at it and every time I learned something new he would push me to learn something else you know he didn't stop it okay you know that now that's it relax he always pushed me to learn and he always shared his knowledge which I think I've I've taken on from him and carried on throughout my whole career.
1: Like being supportive by providing knowledge but also by pushing people to do things that wouldn't necessarily be comfortable with at first.
2: That's correct. 100% 100% I mean he would give me tasks that I would be scared of and he would support me until I've done it and then I'd be like can we, well, just, so
0: can we take a moment to appreciate good managers as well <laughs> oh
1: you know I mean? so good. so important so so yeah. important people
0: like yourself Leon
1: so well, so man, important you know
2: it sounds so weird to hear that <laughs> <laughs> what? why I don't feel like I've done anything out of the norm I just feel like I've just been myself and um, try to help people
1: I kind of wanted to ask because I think it's a really big issue in, in terms of like tech and that industry in terms of diversity and how mm-hmm. many like women or people of color or black people get into that position. Yeah. Um, what about the industry changing? Are there any things that you think it can do a little bit better? And what are the best places you found to like, um, be confident to attack those issues?
2: Um, I'll be honest. I've, probably experienced a fair share of um, racism, if you want to put it that. Um I've been to a few interviews where I've... It's been a phone interview, um, a test, for example, online. And this was recently, as recently as probably, what, January, February, and before I got this role. And the agency told me I was the front runner. Um, I was more or less guaranteed a job. I was looking to get my travel card ready to, to go to this job. So I went for the last phase, which was a face-to-face, and as soon as the guy walked in, I just knew straight away that I wasn't going to get it. And unfortunately, it's because he judged me for the way I looked. You know? And um, it's unfortunate because the, the part of the interview process was to... Um, come up with solutions with the issues they're having. And from my experience and my skill set, I was probably gonna be working at 50%, you know, I, I knew I, I aced it. But during the interview, they constantly asked me different questions to try and catch me out. So it just felt weird. I've never been in an interview like that before and it wasn't a nice feeling. So there
1: is an issue And if people are listening in It's not in your head There is an issue
2: Oh no There, there is an issue
1: If you're talking to Like say your son And mm. you're trying to Encourage him About getting into This industry As yeah. a black boy yeah. um, How would you say To approach And what they need To equip themselves with
2: What can I say um, If I was to my son First thing i will tell him is If something happens to that Like it happened to me To him Like it happens to me um, if that's how they're carrying that company, you don't want to work there anyway. Really. Okay? Yeah, for sure. And what do you say? D- don't doubt your skills. Always be confident. Because look, I've come to Stonewall now and um, they treat me like God's gift. And for me, it's just nothing. <laughs> like, I'm just being me. I'm being as helpful as I can. And if they can see that, I don't understand why that person couldn't see it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, there is people out there who who unfortunately are like that. But there for every one person that's like that out there, there's probably fifty thousand who ain't, you know. The small minority, we can't judge everyone in the small minority acting silly. All we can do is rise up and be better as people and continue our progress and our goals. Because yeah. another thing my friend used to say, um, keep knocking on the door we open.
1: And this is why we have Leon on. Yes. Uh, keep knocking <laughs> and the door will open. And yeah. we have some doors for you. as a bunch of those resources. And honestly, reach out to Leon if something that he said has resonated with you because like we're saying, yes, there is a problem with access in the industry, but this is why we have made This Is How so that you can have that access to people like Leon who are highly skilled, who are at the top of their industry and know all of the tips and tricks to get you into the job that you feel that you want to be in. So go to thisishow.uk and you can be connected with amazing and inspiring people like Leon. Um, are there any, because there must have been mentors in your life. Um, uh, do you still have mentors? Who are the people that got you started? And are there places that we can divert these young people or the people that we're talking to? To
2: Yeah, I mean, for me, it, it's not always about IT for me. Um, I coach a basketball team and I play basketball still. And for me, I've met a lot of people within that industry that's helped me to share the skills I've grown in basketball life to my professional life. Uh, One of the guys who was my coach is Joel Moore, and he's inspired me a lot, especially how he handles people. And how he he motivates you to be the best on the court, regardless of your skills. Thanks,
1: (laughs) coach. Put put me in, coach. Put me in, coach I mean that's exactly what you were saying. If you if you don't say put me in, coach, and you don't look like you have a willingness to play, that coach is. I'm not gonna, gonna play you when it's crunch time when you've got twenty <laughs> seconds
2: to go and you gotta make that shot. You're looking at the best like who wants it? And you gotta look them in the eye and say, I do.
1: Put me mm-hmm. in.
2: <laughs> so yeah. your
1: mentors are outside of maybe necessarily the IT um industry, but they've they've given you the ability to like take on some of the
2: things that you've learned? Um, yeah, so I think I've learned quite well from from my from my basketball life is man-to-man or man management. Um, everyone reacts differently to different kind of pressures and different kind of communication in terms of mm. how to get make them better. In a basketball world, some people might like being shouted at to get motivated. Mm. Some guys might like a quiet word. You pull them to one side, you tell them that you missed that shot. Don't worry about taking the next one. Yeah. You know, yeah. If I didn't care about you being in the court, you wouldn't be there. So you're still playing. Don't worry yeah. about it. But, you know, but some people might, some people might want to get shouted at about it.
1: Yeah, I um, hate being shouted at. Sometimes. I am yeah. not that person at <laughs> basketball. I'm like, don't shout at me. <laughs> <So> <laughs> don't it, I, shout I guess it's, me.
0: it's that idea of like treating a team as individuals, right? Respecting kind of them as individuals.
2: Yeah. You have to respect everyone as individuals because at the end of the day, um, yeah, we're in the same office, but everyone comes with a different walk of life. You don't know what they've been through. I mean, I've had to deal with some staff who's had some serious issues in their life and I've helped them through that. And that was purely down to me wanting to, you know, come get through that. it was nothing to do with IT. And just for me helping them with that, they came back to work, working 200% with more effort than they previously did. Only because I've helped them in their personal life It wasn't to do with IT. What I've grown in terms of my circle of trust, if you want to put it like that, Mm. is people from different industries, Mm. and um, they could be finance, they could be HR, they could be designers, they could be IT, they could be fashion.
1: Yeah.
2: If I'm having a tough time in IT, I speak to my wife, my friends, and if anyone out there wants to speak to me, add me on LinkedIn, (laughs) it's easy, I mean, I'm always there, so... Always Leon. there's open hand.
1: I think what's important there is that maybe if you're struggling to try and get into a particular avenue of that career, um, volunteering or interning at that space and then showing that you really want more advancement is helpful. And then when you hit a roadblock, you can message people like on and try and find out other avenues of where to get that, where to further your career.
0: Hold him to that offer, right?
2: Hold me to it. Um, 100% will support anyone you're looking to to progress in the IT industry. There's a guy I know who I used to work with. He started as a volunteer in a company. I was there as a senior engineer. And I taught him everything I knew. I gave him um, tips on what to learn or what to look to learn if he wants to move into different um, industry or different um, skill sets within the IT industry. And now he's probably one of the best IT engineers I know. Mate, what? Hold on. He started as a volunteer. Yeah. What were these magic
0: ago. tips? What were these tips you gave him? <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: exactly. Still <laughs> the tips? gold. Okay, so we was in a company that, um, it wasn't small, but um, you could get your hands on everything in terms of different IT skills that you might need to, I don't know, build a server, change um, change a cartridge, uh, liaise with third parties to order equipment. All those skills are sort of, so personal skills you need to uh, communicate, um, facing customers face to face, upgrades to systems, um, liaison with different departments to see what is working for them IT wise and what we could do to improve it IT wise. You know, so everything I did, he did, and he's learned that. And I think, like I said from the beginning, it's about determination and wanting to learn. He was like a sponge. He's soaked up everything. And when I saw that, I'll always have time for people like that.
0: Let's switch that round for a second then. If someone's listening to this and going, oh man, that is fully me. I'm like, bottom of the ladder, I have started out, I'm just not, something's not sitting right. How would you suggest that they kind of pass that message up to their manager like you to get put on that different
2: thing? Mm. Well, if it was me, it'd be simple. Just tell me. (laughs) Get me involved. (laughs) Let me get involved in this. Or... One good thing you can try is ask awesome them to can I be this technical uh shadow? Can you can I shadow you? Yeah, in this project, it doesn't mean they have to get involved or touch anything, but they can at least be involved in meetings or yeah. they can see what the engines are doing to get to that final point.
0: So, I guess the key there is like that willing showing willingness to learn, is 1,000%.
2: what you saying, there, right? yeah, you have to show
0: thousand percent, yes, I'll take that.
2: I you know, I've, I've been in situations where in the background, engineers are complaining, oh, they won't let me do this, or they won't let me do that. And I said to them, have you asked them? Because I said, don't wait for no one to call you. You show the initiative and you call them. Yeah. Because that's good half, the, half of the time, some managers um, might think you're not interested. That's why they're not getting you involved. They you you don't might, know that you like nah, that thing. Yeah. They might... I don't know what the history would would be with them, but they might see you as the person who comes in at nine, leaves at five, and that's it. They don't want to do yeah, yeah. But if they have a meeting from five to 5.30, they're going to think, you don't want to be involved because you live bang on five regardless if you're busy or not.
0: So for people listening to this and they're kind of going, all right, cool, I'm noting down these platforms and software and systems. Um, yeah. How do they start kind of getting familiar with them? Is there anything they can go online? Not just resources, but is there like software that they can start using now or start looking into to kind of build up their own skill set
2: um there is a few um resources i've used um i definitely do use a lot of youtube to be honest um it's free and you have a lot of experts on there so for instance if you're looking for something regarding um a hybrid solution for exchange Um, a what what sorry yeah exactly (laughs) a hybrid solution for exchange you can find that definitely on YouTube step by step how to do it Google is your friend you know Google has so much um, out there that can help the most senior of the technicians no one knows everything and that's the beauty of it about IT it's always evolving no one knows everything and there's always a chance for you to learn new skills you know
1: that's
0: so so you're important. Still, and you're still like finding yourself even now? Even today. Up Google taking up that advice? Even today.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> today I was I was putting in a new ELM system for our company. And even today I had to Google certain bits.
0: <laughs> Literally today. <laughs> today, yep. <yeah. laughs> Amazing. I'm presuming your industry is moving at a mad pace as well, because it's all tech based. Yes. Yeah, so you right. have to be constantly learning that's gotta it's be one learning. of the joys of it.
2: So yeah, I mean, you can learn something this year and next year it's already changed. And you have to (laughs) do the exam again to um, uh, up your skills as such. Oh, really? It's really evolving, yeah. I mean, now you can do a Microsoft um, course and they'll give you an expiry date. So for instance, you could do your uni course and you got your degree. There's no expiry date on your degree. With with technical courses these days, they can expire because it's changing so fast it does, it's not really as valid as it was three or four years ago. Mm.
1: Helpful to know you have to always keep learning and upskilling. Yeah. That counts for absolutely everyone in the industry of tech. Yep so important to know I didn't know there was an expiry day but actually that makes so much kind of makes
0: so much sense and to be <laughs> fair you say like you know you go to uni you get your degree and it doesn't have an expiry date on it but I'm it like I mean it does <laughs> not officially but, <laughs> but I can't imagine does. like yeah exactly to an employer it must do right if they're looking yeah. at it and going oh that's great maybe that was four years ago
2: true do I mean thought about that. yeah
0: so yeah that's really interesting that they've, they've actually started putting that out there now
1: Mm. wow leon dropping some knowledge <laughs> if
0: you're listening for the first time every episode we give our guests a little fun cv to fill out in advance we haven't seen the answers yet so we're going to go through it now and see what you said
1: name Leon Jones, social. Ooh, he just put in LinkedIn. I love this. Leon, do you not tweet? Do you not Insta? He's I like, do. stay out my life.
0: He's like, I do, but don't go there. <laughs> I, no,
2: we can't. You no, know it is. Um, I don't think I'm that like, interesting, but my LinkedIn is very interesting. It is actually. Oh. And if it's for anyone for the IT yeah. advice, anything like that, even this advice, man, just shout me.
0: I guess you can search Leon Jones. Uh, Otherwise, just go direct linkedin.com slash in slash Jones 1980. And this bit. (laughs) bit. Love it. So I'm going to be honest. I'll tell you how I read this first time. (laughs) (laughs) Job. Head of it. (laughs) That's literally, I was like, bold, bold. I'm (laughs)
1: taking that as the final answer.
0: What, What listeners can't see is it's in a, head normal then of it is in block caps and i was like oh yeah power <laughs> answer before i realized oh head of it yeah yeah, yeah of course
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? fun fact about me i'm dyslexic you know ah. yeah. Yeah. You why
1: you're probably a really good problem solver because you I mean, I know, you know it is i've never
2: told i probably told a lot of people now but i would never tell anyone
0: really well you've told everyone now mate yeah. The thing no, is, that's it actually good
1: allows you to look at problems in an entirely different way. So if you're dyslexic yeah. and you're listening, it, you can use that thing as a power.
0: Yeah, and would you I say, Leon, that <laughs> would you say this is a, a really good job role for someone who's got
2: dyslexia? I think it is. But I think there's loads of jobs out there. For instance, probably why I was able to troubleshoot certain things in my earlier in my career with tickets, simple stuff for tickets and organising work and how we should tackle them, you know? I think some people um, label it as a hindrance, but I've never seen it as that at all. I've always seen it yeah, as a man. benefit.
0: All right. Best failure. Oh. Should we go there? <laughs> 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 oh, Riggering. I haven't read, I'm so r-
1: rigorous <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: going there. I'm going there. I installed the wrong application <laughs> and wiped a major client's PC Losing years of work because they had no backup.
1: Yikes! That's kind of their fault.
0: I'm not even sorry to laugh at your misfortune there, but that was funny.
2: Right. Uh, yeah, that's funny. That's Why do they have bad. no
1: backup, man? Who has no backup?
2: Well, this is back in the day. This is in my first role, actually, when my manager gave me those opportunities. He sent me to this <laughs> client and he said, look, disinstall office and I installed Windows, and I wiped the whole thing. And a major, this was a major architect developing something for South London.
0: So, so hold up, can... mate. You, when you say you install <laughs> Windows, you completely reinstall the whole computer. That's
2: right. Right. <laughs>
1: at least it worked faster Uh, here you go Mm.
2: your new computer
1: brand new computer yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
0: i mean props to your manager as well for like not being like i think we're going to stop giving you opportunities
1: now you have to learn from your mistakes though i bet you never Uh, did that again
2: never never again (laughs) never i always ensure everyone has a backup of some sort before i touch your laptop
1: before I touch your laptop lesson, Ooh, learned. lesson learned we love yeah, that yeah. best failure was best lesson
0: last question then why should we hire you all right we've got because I give my best and lead by example and you know what I fully back that
1: mm, same I back it too. I've
0: got no qualms in believing that
1: yeah I back it hard
0: to be honest, mate, you didn't have to sell us. You're in. You're hired.
1: You're hired. Yeah, I was just
0: make sure actually. you back up our computers. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I was gonna say I was I was in two minds, but I said whether that I was gonna say, why wouldn't you hire me?
1: Hey. hey. <laughs> God, I, I mean, mate, I
0: think it was it was a confident enough start when you described yeah. your job as the head of it.
1: it's true why wouldn't we hire you big big (laughs) facts well thank you so much um in terms of like what we've learned from you today in my opinion some really really big things stick out yes you do need to know those courses you do need to be confident in kind of those arenas but even if you're not you need to have the willingness to research and learn you need to be a confident communicator mathematics are a plus But also you need to lead and lead by example and in a collaborative manner. Otherwise, nothing gets done.
0: And I think it's worth pointing out and saying like, this is a job where you're constantly learning on the go and you're learning on the job. Mm. So Mm. if you're hearing all of that and being like, oh man, that sounds deep. Don't worry about it. You can kind of jump in early days and learn as you go. There are thankfully people like Leon in the industry who will help you uh, climb that ladder. Um, And there's also plenty of resources at thisishow.uk. So head there and uh, get started.
1: You've been listening to This Is How, created by Nomina and Liberty, your essential resource for finding a path into digital careers at companies you love. Head over to our website at thisishow.uk to listen to more episodes, find the industry role most suited to you, and discover free training to help you get the job that you want thank you oh, for joining cool. us we really appreciate um, it thank
2: you for having me I was very very nervous to do this kind of interview podcast thing but my son who's 13 now he does a Saturday school and because of COVID the, the classes have been all on Zoom and he's like me he's a little bit shy so he was always pushed out of his comfort zone to, to do it and for me I said to myself, if he can do it, then he's inspired me to do this. So that's the the main reason behind it from what I've
1: This is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so lovely.